Welcome back to the Hot Tip Best Daily Pick Show for Saturday, September 18th. Week three of college football on slate today. Got a pretty good Saturday. You know, not the, the greatest card in the world, but a lot of betting opportunities, a lot of games I like here. So let's just jump right in. First game we're taking a look at on this card, Michigan State taking on Miami. Michigan State 2-0 on the year, Miami 1-1. And, and, you know, Miami looked to hopefully, you know, get something going here in Manny Diaz's third season. Did not have a great start to the end season. Got absolutely embarrassed by Alabama in week one. Do, you know, bring it back a little bit last week with the win over App State, but only win that game by two. Nowhere near covering the spread, which I think was 11 or something like that in that game. So um, this Miami team might, you know, have their hopes up, but they're definitely not great. As far as Michigan State goes, you know, Mel Tucker seems to have this team definitely headed in the right direction. Peyton Thorne looked very, very good against Youngtown State. You know, he looked at in hand against Northwestern, had two good games so far. Um, you know, Jaden Reed, Jalen Naylor are two guys who can absolutely light it up when he's throwing the ball to them, as well as Kenneth Walker has absolutely lit it up on the field. You know, the run game for this Michigan State team um, has definitely propelled them, and in no small part because of the offensive line, um, who is undoubtedly played much better than they did a season ago. That was a huge struggle for this team last year. And really, the you know, on top of that, a big struggle for this team, they just couldn't score points last year. You know, last in the Big 12 and or the Big 10 in 2020 only scoring 18 points per game 40 points per game so far this season granted youngstown state you know you have that game in there um but they've still put up like 38 points or whatever it was against northwestern so this team can definitely score the ball um on defense you know they're they're a pretty good team too only allowed 5.3 yards per game last season on defense they did give up 35.1 points per game last season on defense um however this year only given up 17.5 points per game so defense has even improved under Mel Tucker here um, as far as Miami goes obviously De'Eric King comes back after tearing his ACL in that Oklahoma State bowl game um, but let's be honest he hasn't necessarily looked great this season um, you know they, they definitely hoped so that he would you know come back better than ever this O-line um, you know improved from last season maybe a little bit you know it was an offensive line that allowed 30 sacks last year um, but there's still nothing you know special they do have a pretty deep wide receiver group you know Charleston Rambo rounding that group out um, but this team is just offensively they just need to put more points up on the board and it's something they've very much struggled with with. defense isn't much better for him either give 27 points per game last season um, and it hasn't been a whole lot better here obviously that Bama um, when kind of blows it out of the water a little bit um, and through two weeks it's hard to hard to look at those stats anyway but um, Miami you know the secondary may have improved a little bit you know Steven Sim coming over from Georgia helps out there but they just still struggle to stop the run game and that's something that Michigan State just does extremely extremely well you know I think Kenneth Walker absolutely just runs over this Miami defense, a defense that, you know, let's be honest, has not played very well at all. Um, and, you know, Miami, sure, they the expo, getting exposed by Alabama in week one, not the way to start the season. And let's be honest, anyone who plays Alabama week one was probably going to end up in about the same place that this Miami team did. Um, but unfortunately for Miami, it's not looking, not looking like anything special coming out of them this season. Michigan State, on the other hand, two very impressive wins over Youngstown State um, and that Northwestern win in week one was very, very impressive. I think this Michigan State team is the much better team in this game. Honestly, I could see them winning the game outright here. Um, I'm going to take the plus six just because I, I don't love the money line bet, but um, I think Michigan State gets it done here, taking plus six in this game. Now, the second game on the card, we got Cincinnati taking on Indiana. 
Um, now, obviously, Cincinnati comes into the season as the, the top group of five team, the team to beat in the group of five. And there's no denying the fact that I was not very high on this Cincinnati team in the season preview. Um, however, granted, they've only played Murray State and Miami, Ohio, but they have absolutely, you know, changed my mind on this team. Desmond Ritter um, in his season, senior season here is just absolutely on fire. The passing game in this first two games has been absolutely next level. They have just lit up Murray State and Miami, Ohio. Obviously, Indiana is going to be a step up in competition here. But let's be honest, how big of a step up is it? You know, Indiana had that huge breakout season in 2020. You know, one of the best teams in the Big Ten, um, you know, quote unquote, one of the best teams of the country, however you want to look at that. And then they go and look absolutely, you know, get demolished by Iowa here in week one. Um, and while Michael Penix, you know, hopes to be at 100% after that ACL tear last year, I just don't know that he's quite there yet. I don't know that he's necessarily, you know, back to what he was doing last year, obviously. Um, Ty Fogelson, you know, or Fogel, um, is one of the best wide receivers in the nation. He definitely helps them out here, and they do return four starters on the offensive line. So, you know, this Indiana team on paper should put up similar numbers to what they did last year. Um, but, you know, a team that averaged 31 points per game last season, um, you know, they haven't necessarily got anywhere near that this season. Defensively allowed 20.2 points per game last season, allowing 24 points per game this season. Um, do return nine starters on the defense. So hopefully, you know, they can help turn that around a little bit. Um, but when you're looking at the Cincinnati team as an opponent, there's just really not a ton of hope for Indiana here. You know, Cincinnati um, averaging 37.5 points per game last season. This year, even up at 45.5. Granted, again, Murray State, Miami, Ohio kind of blow that out of the water. Same with defense, only allowing 10.5 points per game this season. But got to throw those stats out of the game here for Cincinnati. Um, defensively, though, they have looked very, very good. This defense can, you know, do a lot of damage. They, they've done a great job stopping both Murray State and Miami, Ohio. Um, and if we're being honest, this is a must-win game for Cincinnati if they want any hope of potentially making the college football playoff. Not only do they got to win this game, I think they need a pretty impressive win here. Obviously, they got Notre Dame down the schedule to, to help them out there. Um, but this Indiana team, you know, who, who looked better against Idaho in Week 2, I just honestly don't think they're there. I think they're going to struggle big time when they get into the heart of Big Ten play. And for Cincinnati, this is, you know, one of their biggest opponents of the season. And honestly, I think they shouldn't have a whole lot of trouble, you know, on the road here in this game could definitely hurt them a little bit. But um, I think the Cincinnati team is just so good. I like a minus four here in this game. The next game on the schedule got an SEC matchup, Alabama taking on Florida. Both these teams undefeated 2-0 on the season. Um, obviously, Alabama enters the season as the defending national champions, but they do lose a ton of talent in the draft, which I personally thought was going to be a problem when they entered the season. Um, and through two games, I've been proven completely wrong. You know, if there's one thing that, you know, I need to stop doubting, it's Nick Saban, his recruiting. He can he can obviously bring a team in. Um, and they had a, a huge win against Miami in week one. Obviously, we talked about that earlier in the show here. Um, also, Merrimack last week looked very good. And Bryce Young has just done an absolutely amazing job just coming in replacing mac jones um honestly like he never left you know bryce young has looked like a very very good quarterback here through two games um and honestly it's, it's hard to tell in what part of that is him what part of that's bill o'brien um I, I don't know that it's a lot of bill o'brien i would say it's probably more the players than bill o'brien but you know bill o'brien is obviously a, a, a talented coach in in some respects um and this team has done a good job putting up points this season 46 points per game as far as florida goes though um Dan Sam Mullen did a really good job with his team last year, led them to the SEC East champions um, last year, obviously played Bama in the championship game. Um, but for Florida here, 
it's a very different team than what they had last year. Obviously, Kyle Trask, Kenny Cole, um, Kyle Pitts, all gone from this, you know, team. Um, and, you know, that leaves the left a hole at quarterback. But Emory Jones has really stepped up and taken that spot. Obviously, obviously Anthony Richardson um, is also there at quarterback, depending how, you know, things work out. But it does look for this game, uh, at least on paper here, that Emory Jones is going to be the guy still. Um, but either one of those guys should be, you know, very talented quarterbacks. They had very good wins over USF. Um, and FAU um, to, you know, smaller in-state rivals, if you want to call it that. And, you know, putting up 30.5 points per game this season, this team has really seemed to take a step forward on offense, which is what they're going to need if they want to try and beat this Alabama team. Obviously, at home here in this game should help out an offensive line that returns three starters from last year and has obviously looked pretty good. I think this Florida team can definitely put up points here against Alabama. It's really going to come down to defenses in this game. You know, Alabama has only allowed 13.5 points per game this season. Um, obviously, they're you know the clear number one team in the country through two weeks but this will be their toughest test of the season so far um, and defensively for Florida it was a team that struggled last year you know in 2019 only allowed 15.5 points per game 2020 that went up to 30.8 granted that's probably a lot due from you know more SEC um, less non-conference and whatnot um, but this Florida team is only allowing 17 points per game this season again hard to you know tell exactly because we haven't had a lot of games but they have a lot a lot of talent on defense and with this game being down in Gainesville I think Florida is going to be very, very competitive in this matchup. I like the Gators plus 14 and a half. Love getting the hook there. Um, I think they cover the spread. So like Florida plus 14 and a half in this one. Next, we take a look at one of my favorite group of five teams. Got SMU taken on La Tech. SMU 2-0 on the year. La Tech 1-1. And for La Tech, come into this season with their only loss last year, obviously, to UAB. And they looked very impressive against Mississippi State in week one. I I, I felt very good about that bet, you know, having plus 22 or whatever I had, um, you know, and they end up losing the game by, what, two or three, whatever the final score ended up being. But anyway, um, don't look near as good against Southeast Louisiana in week two. Um, definitely gave them a test. Do come up with the win. But I'm not out on this La Tech team this season yet. You know, they got a lot of depth on the offensive line. Um, running back Marcus Williams transferred in from App State has done a pretty good job. And Luke Anthony, back from his leg injury last year at quarterback, um, has done a very good job. Not to mention they have some very deep wide receivers on this team. This La Tech team can can throw the ball downfield. Um, but offensive has never really been the problem for this La Tech team. You know, SMU comes into this game, looked very good against North Texas and Abilene Christian. But it was North Texas, Abilene Christian, so um, can't put a whole lot onto those teams. Um, offensively, they'll put up 45.4 points per game in those two games. You know, Tanner Maki um, did a really good job throwing the ball, 629 yards and 11 touchdowns in those two games. Um, Ulysses Bentley also did a really good job running the ball, 189 yards through two games. So, um, again, offensively, SMU not a bad team. I think this game really comes down to defense. Um, you know, a La Tech team that last season held teams to 21.8 points per game which was absolutely impressive as hell um this year it's two, two games not very good you know allowing 38.5 points per game if la tech can get that down to even a reasonable number you know something in the 20s i think they could definitely have a pretty good year they got to improve the pass rush though they're just you know when when the other opposing team throws the ball there's just really no one up there pressuring the quarterback and they got to change that um got to find out some way to to get some pressure on smu here in this game or you know they could definitely get lit up um but i think this team is poised for a very good season i think their their you know offensive firepower is what's going to get them you know wins and definitely going to get them to cover some spreads like this game 
As far as the SMU defense goes, um, they did hold North Texas and Abilene Christian to an average of 10.5 points. Again, it's North Texas and Abilene Christian. I don't put a ton of weight in that. Um, and honestly, on the road here in this game, I think SMU struggles a little bit. Um, you know, 12 and a half points for La Tech here. It just seems like too much. I think touchdown underdog at most for this La Tech team. Um, honestly, I just think they're much better than that. I get the defense has had their struggles this year, but I think the offense lights it up. So like La Tech plus 12 and a half in this one. And finally, for probably the biggest game of the day, got Auburn taking on Penn State, got college game day there. Both these teams enter undefeated 2-0 for both of them. Um, and Brian Harson takes over as the head coach for the Auburn Tigers. Um, and it's a team that undoubtedly has a lot of talent, just not a ton of experience. Um, Bo Nix, though, does come in and he's looked to improve pretty good under Hassan um, or Harson. You know, it, it was against Akron and Alabama State, so it's hard to put a ton of value on those two wins. Um, but you know, this Auburn offense, um, the offensive line seems to have improved a little bit. They did lose some talent at wide receiver. Um, but you know, they've, they've really found a way to put stuff together this season. Um, however, I don't know how it's going to necessarily look when this team goes and plays some better opponents. I think they could struggle. And this Penn state team, you know, was a team that was well below expectations last year, finished the four and five in the shortened year. Um, but they surprised the heck out of me in that week one game again, Wisconsin. Um, absolutely just, you know, a, a very well-played game from their part. Um, very good against ball state here in week two. And Sean Clifford has a, a very good team around him, you know, at quarterback, um, very strong wide receiver duo and Jahan Dotson and Parker Washington, as well as a very strong offensive line. Not to mention Mikey Risky um, has, you know, at offensive offensive coordinator has this offense going in the right direction so offensively not a ton to worry about for Penn State and on the defensive side of the ball they're you know one of the look like one of the best defenses in the Big Ten this year held teams to 5.1 yards per game last season have one of the best secondaries in the Big Ten and if we look back at the Wisconsin game which is really the the you know the biggest tell for this Penn State team right now obviously Ball State it's hard to put a ton of you know the rating on that game you got to mainly look at Wisconsin um but their defense, Wisconsin just couldn't find a way to get through. This defense was shutting Wisconsin down from start to finish. Wisconsin just couldn't get the ball moving at all, struggled the entire game, and hence why they only put up 10 points in that game. Um, for Auburn, though, it, again, it comes down to what are they going to look like when they play a better opponent here. They returned to seven starters on defense, a team that allowed 24.7 points per game last season. Um, and they're only allowing five points per game this season. But again, Akron, Alabama State, they haven't played anyone yet, so you can't really look at any of this year's stats yet for them. Um, they do have one of the better secondaries in the country. Honestly, these two teams secondary-wise are very, very talented in their you know own respects for both of them. But if we're being quite honest, I don't know that this Auburn, I don't trust this Auburn team a whole lot. I think Bo Nix is going to struggle a little bit against this Penn State defense. Honestly, I think any quarterback in the country is going to struggle against this Penn State defense. This Penn State defense, I just can't stop talking about it. It's it's something else to watch. This game is going to be a very good game for Penn State, I already expect. Not to mention the wideout, playing at home, Happy Valley, you know, Auburn's first trip up there, I believe. So, um, the minus five here for Penn State, you know, it's definitely getting up there. I wouldn't want to take more than a touchdown with them, um, but I think Penn State wins this game pretty handedly. So, like them, minus five in this one. 
that is it for Saturday's card. If we see picks for everything happening in college football in the NFL this week, head over to hotdebest.com. Check out the computer model picks up there, as well as all the shows up there and here on YouTube. If you're not going to follow me at Hot Chris on Twitter and Instagram, make sure you follow me there so you don't miss out on any future content, as well as on the Best Stamp app. Get early access to all the picks. I posted up on Best Stamp right before I record all these shows. So um, definitely check out that. Also, follow the Hot Debest main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, so you don't miss out on any of the computer model stuff over there, as well as if you're watching here on YouTube hit the like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you are betting on for this saturday card you know i started out the video saying it wasn't the best card in the world um but honestly here at the end of the video i absolutely love this card i think we're going five and oh i i don't see a loser on the board so um let me know what you guys think down below i'm sure i'm sure you guys thinking differently so thanks for watching today's show and i will see you guys tomorrow